He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. Christ, our Passover, sacrifice for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 89, verses 1 through 19, beginning on page 450. My song shall be always of the loving kindness of the Lord. With my mouth will I ever be showing thy truth from one generation to another. For I have said, Mercy shall be set up forever. Thy truth shalt thou establish in the heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant. Thy seed will I establish forever, and set up thy throne from one generation to another. O Lord, the very heavens shall praise thy wondrous works, and thy truth in the congregation of the saints. For who is, for who is he among the clouds? that shall be compared unto the Lord. And what is he among the gods, that shall be like unto the Lord? God is very great to be feared in the council of the saints, and to be had in reverence of all them that are round about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is like unto thee, thy truth, most mighty Lord, is on every side. Thou rulest the raging of the sea, Thou stillest the waves thereof when they arise. Thou hast subdued Egypt and destroyed it. Thou hast scattered thy enemies abroad with thy mighty arm. The heavens are thine, the earth also is thine. Thou hast laid the foundation of the round world, and all that therein is. Thou hast made the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon shall rejoice in thy name. Thou hast a mighty arm, strong is thy hand, and high is thy right hand. Righteousness and equity are the habitation of thy seed. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Blessed is the people of, O Lord, that can rejoice in thee. 
they shall walk in the light of thy countenance. Their delight shall be daily in thy name, and in thy righteousness shall they make their boast. For thou art the glory of their strength, and in thy loving kindness thou shalt lift up, the, lift up our horns. For the Lord is our defense, the Holy One of Israel is our King. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 32nd chapter of Exodus. Now when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, the people gathered together to Aaron and said to him, Come, make us gods that shall go before us. And as for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And Aaron said to them, Break off the golden earrings which are in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people broke off the golden earrings which were in their ears, and brought them to Aaron. And he received the gold from their hand, and he fashioned it with an engraving tool, and made a molded calf. Then they said, This is your God, O Israel, that brought you out of the land of Egypt. So when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. Then they rose early on the next day, offered burnt offerings, and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and drink, and rose up to play. And the, God, and the Lord said to Moses, Go, get down, for your people whom you brought out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made themselves a molded calf, and worshipped and sacrificed to it, and said, This is your God, O Israel, that brought you out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, and indeed it is a stiff-necked people. Now therefore let me alone, that my wrath may burn hot against them, and I may consume them, and I will make of you a great nation. Then Moses pleaded with the Lord his God, and said, Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people, whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and, and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians speak and say, He brought them out to harm them, to kill them in the mountains, and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from your fierce wrath and relent from this harm to your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by your own self, and said to them, <clears throat> I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of I give to your descendants, and they shall inherit it forever. So the Lord relented from the harm which he said he would do to his people. And Moses turned and went down from the mountain, and the two tablets of the testimony were in his hand. The tablets were written on both sides, on the one side and on the other they were written. Now the tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. And when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said to Moses, There is a noise of war in the camp. But he said, It is not the voice of those who shout in victory, nor, nor is it the voice of those who cry out in defeat, but the voice of those who sing that I hear. So it was, as soon as he came near the camp, 
and he saw the calf and the dancing. So Moses' anger became hot, and he cast the tablets out of his hands and broke them at the foot of the mountain. Then he took the calf which they had made, burned it in the fire, and ground it to powder, and he scattered it on the water and made the children of Israel drink it. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. The all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty. Thine adorable true and only son. Also the Holy Ghost the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting son of the father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man. Thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine heritage. Govern them, and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here begins the 15th verse of the 10th chapter of Hebrews. And the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us. For after he had said before, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds I will write them. Then he adds, Their sins and their lawless deeds will I remember no more. Now where there is remission of these, there is no longer an offering for sin. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us, through the veil, that is, his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as in, is in the matter of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Here endeth the second lesson. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. 
out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who shows to them that are in error the light of thy truth, to the intent that they may return into the way of righteousness, grant unto all those who are admitted into the fellowship of Christ's religion, that they may avoid those things that are contrary to their profession, and follow all such things that are agreeable to the same, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our lessons this morning really connect a central part of, of this Old Testament typology, the things that happen that point us forward to an understanding of New Testament realities and so in our lesson Moses is has ascended the mount to get the um, the commandments from God and this is a sort of type of the ascension it's it's um, prefigured in the feast of the transfiguration where Jesus goes up to the mountain with with uh, Peter James and John but ultimately it's where you know at the end of the Easter season he will uh, ascend to heaven and the activities of Moses on the mountain, um, you know, dwelling with God and, and specifically Moses interceding, God expresses his displeasure and Moses on the mountain intercedes 
And we remember that in Hebrews, it tells us that Christ ever lives to make intercession for us. And so um, Moses is this type of Christ who, who um, because of his intercession and his presence as, as the favored by God, he averts the, the judgment that would come on the people otherwise. Um, there's also the, the other thing that Exodus 32 brings out, that's the sort of typological dimension. Um, the psychological dimension also brings out that when Moses ascends, he, he is not with the people. And when Moses is not with them, they have the sense that, that their leader, God, is not with them. And they have trouble waiting. Um, and this this high, this is a perpetual problem in the spiritual life when we don't know where God is, and we you know we can't see the clear answer to something right before us, and so we we in our anxiety we rush to make some quick and interim solution to the problem we see. So for the Israelites, they make the golden calf to have a party, and this is a way of assuaging their anxiety. They feel at God's distance. Not unlike what we do with the various coping mechanisms in the world, where we, you know, we we don't um, we have anxiety, we don't know what to do about the sense that God is not here, and part of you know we, we talked about even the Lenten season and the fast of of you know, separating from some of our coping mechanisms, saying no to them. It's the practice of getting comfortable in the anxiety of life where. God does not seem, we don't, it's not clear where God is or what he's doing, but we're going to wait faithfully in our prayer until he reveals himself more clearly. Um, we're not going to rush into unfaithful and um, disobedient action. And, and part of this is, I mean, we all, there's ways we cope with anxiety, but there are faithful ways that we can cope with things in our unfaithful ways. And so we have to develop faithful ways to wait and pray. And our whole habit of prayer, of, of our rule of life, is a way of staying in our prayer and, and while we wait for God. Now, the, but, but the point is of this typology that we're in a different place than the Israelites were with Moses, because, um, and Hebrews brings this out, whereas Moses was ascending to get the law and bringing down tablets, when Christ ascended into heaven, he sent the Spirit. And um, the Spirit, whereas the law dwelt externally to us, the Spirit dwells within us. And this is where Hebrews today quotes Jeremiah, where, where Jeremiah promised, I will write the law on their hearts and on their minds, and they won't talk about God as an external thing, but they'll all know me. And so um, this is this is the privileged uh, position that Hebrew is talking about for us as Christians, that we're that it, we've moved forward from the mosaic thing where there's the law, which brings us into guilt and judgment and and the, the Torah has a kind of uh, atoning or covering of sin, but it doesn't ever do away with it. The law is always there to remind us that we don't fully fit, uh, live up to it. And, and so we're, we're waiting. But now in Christ, we've moved forward. Now we have the Spirit. Now we live 
in union with the Father through the Son in the Spirit. And now our sins are, are forgiven. We, we live in the reality of forgiveness because we already live in this taste of union with God. And we also ascend with him. This is a primary point being made by um, Revelation chapter 4 and 5 where uh, St. John sees the, the 24 elders sitting before the throne. The church is now with Christ in heaven positionally in the spirit. Uh, he, Ephesians says this also when it says we've been raised up and made to sit in the heavenly places in Christ. And so we gather for our prayer. We're not, you know, at the foot of a mountain cowering in fear for a God who's distant, but we are in the spirit ascending and experiencing anew each day the reality of cleansing and forgiveness and union communion. So we wait when even we still have times in life when we don't we're not really clear what God is doing, but in the spirit we can we can um, respond to those times like Christ in in Gethsemane and like Christ in the wilderness. We can be faithful through the trials and knowing that God is faithful. And this is. Um, this is why it's also why the life of prayer is so central to, to the Christian faith, because it's the way we live in Christ uh, through the spirit. It's the way we continually dwell in this relationship that, that is moved forward from the old covenant exterior law. And only in the spirit can we really wait. In our natural fleshly existence, we get anxious, reactive. We have to do something now. We have to solve the problem and hurry up. But in Christ and the Spirit, we can wait uh, for God, and we can we can continue in our prayers. God's purposes unfold as we gain wisdom for what's really going on, and that's where our lesson from Hebrews finishes up. It says, "Draw near in in full assurance of faith. We come knowing, trusting God that He's here, even though we don't." Oh, we see it. We're cleansed um, from our, our sins as we come, as we dwell in this, as we live in Christ in the spirit. As St. As John says, the blood of Jesus cleanses us, continually makes us clean from our sin. And so we hold fast our confession without wavering. And so it, we live in Christ in the fulfillment of that which Exodus 32 just pointed to in a distant way. But that whole relationship brought guilt and judgment as as uh, St. Paul will call it, the the the, the um, it was the covenant of death written in stone. But now we in the Spirit we 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 approach and we are being daily renewed by the Spirit, and so we we live in this reality, and that's what we remember in Easter tide that that and this reality of ascension with Christ is not without trial, but now we we experience trial in the light of Christ in the resurrection. And we see that ours have the same, our trials, our struggles have the same trajectory as his. They're leading us to an Easter that we already experience and will experience more fully, you know, as, as God's will unfolds and especially at the talos of the creation when Christ comes. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of the gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church. And grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings to poor old spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. 
Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better mind. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Wednesday. Thank you, Deacon John. Thank Everybody. you, Bishop. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you.